Post loudness. Audio on the French. Are we recording? We are recording. Let's record. Recording. That's our new theme song. I'm sorry. Why do you look so horrified? I don't. I promise. I was like, I was like, wait. I was like, where's this going? Where's this going? You had this horrified look on your face. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. It's I'm, fine. Okay. Cool. Okay. So I got invited to a bachelorette party for August, and I started thinking about like all these things that happen before an actual wedding. There's the bachelorette party, the wedding shower, like wedding dress shopping, just like all of your time goes into doing things. And I'm like, you know what? I'm single. I'm probably never going to have these experiences and forcing my friends to, you know, come celebrate me for several weekends before I get married to, I don't know, celebrate my singleness. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, there's something, I don't know. Like this is coming from somebody who is single and, and who was, you know, at one point thought about marriage and um, to, to somebody. And even then I was like, oh, God, that just seems like the worst. Like having to plan things at all. Just like, can we just like sounds elope? exhausting. Can we just like elope and get it over and done with? Like, right. I, and I, I, maybe that's not the way to think about it, but maybe it should. Maybe it should I think be. It should be. You know, I like, wish we should assign these pre-events to other events. Like yeah. instead of having a wedding shower, we should have birthday showers. Uh, every yes. Year. Yeah. Like September, I'm going to have a birthday shower for myself and the theme will be interactive theater experiences. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be great it's gonna be in september my birthday is actually in november so you can bring me a bunch of presents to prepare for my new life as a 30 year old i'm very excited about and then this you can also come to my birthday and give me even more prizes to celebrate my Obviously. new life as a 30 year old yeah because like why can't you like i used to celebrate birthday my half birthday I used to my ha- oh my god my half birthday was last week <gasps> what you should have done something it. i'm sorry we can ha- we can have a half birthday belated birthday party okay that's a good idea okay all right good to know <laughs> i mean because you know why not celebrate yourself at as many times as possible minimum at least 12 times a year at least every time it's your the date of your birth that's right you should celebrate so yeah let's start talking about this show we review called gossip girl and we're gossip girls and this episode is episode 13. One of the biggest episodes of the season. It is the winter finale. After this, there was three months between... Three months? This episode and the next one that followed. Huge, huge shit goes in this episode. It is episode 13, a thin line between Chuck and Nate. And what is it, that a play off of? A thin line of love and hate. Oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I you knew. Yeah, yeah. So, um, it's adorable. Yeah. It's, it's one of those, it's, uh, the big, the big love triangle that's kind of taken up most of this season, which is funny because this, uh, because, um, the beginning of the series, it started off with a totally different triangle and then it kind of emerged out of the gate. Mm-hmm. The wild card Chuck Bass came into the sphere and kind of threw everything for a loop. So it's been leading up to this past six episodes which is weird that it's only been six episodes but so much shit has happened in these six episodes I know. like chuck has become such a like different character from when he started mm-hmm. and our leading man exactly so like from episode seven victor vitrola to now this triangle has emerged chuck nate and blair and holy shit it comes to a head in this episode so let's start things off by the first thing first okay wait, wait one second 
the Netflix description. Oh, yes. Okay, so as as we know, the Netflix description is based on someone watching the first five minutes of every episode <laughs> and then writing down what happens in the first five minutes. Like, good enough. And what happens in the first five minutes of this episode is Gossip Girl takes pleasure in reporting that Serena Vanderwoodson has been spotted buying a pregnancy test and word spreads like wildfire. That's it. That's literally the first five minutes. It's so fantastic. That's oh my all God. that happens in the first five minutes, and that's it. And it has almost no effect on the rest of the episode. Well, oh sort God. of. Yes, that's so funny, but that's actually fucking true. Gosh, oh that's so God. funny. You, you found Netflix. the key. You found the key. It's the so, first five minutes, man. First five minutes. So, yeah. Um, first things first, Gossip Girl is relevant in this episode, like the actual website. Oh, yeah. We haven't actually heard anything really that has to deal with the Gossip Girl website except for like narration in the yeah. past few episodes. And then there was like, there was, I think the last time that was anything interesting, it was when Jenny and Nate hugged after mm-hmm. Blair's birthday party. And that was an episode, um, six, I think. Eight. Eight. Okay. Yeah. Episode eight, 17 yeah. Candles. So it's been a minute since Gossip Girl has actually been a relevant source to the television show that it's named after. And <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's, uh, it was very interesting. It was really fun to see, like you know, people getting texts and you know checking Open their phones, up their flip phones, and people were like, "Oh my god, what the fuck? What the fuck?" Yeah, and just the different, like, like, like the, like the, um, the montage, the oh, montage, yeah. yeah, the montage of all of the people looking at their phones in different areas all over the city, Upper, yeah. Upper East Side, of like you know the guys smoking weed in Central Park <laughs> to like, the girls who are like you know on like the Met steps, the girl who's just passing by Serena, and just all the people looking at their phones and checking up this research and this um this blast that came out. It's really, it was really fun. Yeah. So the blast that comes out, as we learned from the Netflix description, <laughs> is that okay, Serena. The scene is set. We are in a drugstore on the Upper East Side of New York. Serena Vanderwoodson is wandering the aisles looking for something. She ends up finding a pregnancy test. She buys it. More than one. She buys several. Yes. And someone gets a picture of her. Very not, um, con- it very conspicuously takes a picture of her and sends it to Gossip Girl. And Gossip Girl's like, oh my God, Serena has a pregnancy test. Chooses it. And the next part is my favorite when we go back to the Humphrey estate and <laughs> Jenny is reading Gossip Girl and she screams. Ah! She screams like this. Ah! Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm deaf just, now. Should we cut that out? Um, well, Maybe just tone it down. Yeah, we'll tone it down a okay. bit. But that was impressive. <laughs> Thank you. And so Jenny's screaming in her room. Dan and Rufus rush in and she closes her computer and she's like, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. And then they both pick her up. And it's like adorable the way like they pick her up. They're yeah. she's like sitting in her chair. They pick up her chair and like move her five steps away from her computer and open her computer. And she's like, you're going to really regret this, Dan. And it's because Serena Vanderwoodson bought a pregnancy test and did not tell Dan Humphrey. Yep. So oh remember shit. they had sex. Yep. They did. They and, and have been having sex probably on a regular at this point. That's disgusting and crass. Sure. <laughs> All right. I mean, <laughs> it's still true. <laughs> But yeah, so um, it's huge news for sure. But then Serena ends up going to Blair Waldorf's house and she's dropping off her package that she had gotten from the drugstore, which is the pregnancy test, drop it off to Blair because Blair is the one who might be actually pregnant, which is a huge reveal. Dun, dun, dun. Now, as listeners know, at this point in the show, Blair has not had sex with more than one person she's had sex with nate 
And he also has sex with uh, Chuck. So a she, thin line between Chuck and Nate. Yes. So um, there is some some awkwardness for sure. You're not really sure. And like, and I think this episode for is who um, for the time it's 2008. You know, the word slut shaming wasn't really a um, wasn't it a thing like people were, were people it saying slut shaming was not a thing yet it was still like I remember what in 2008 I was still like oh my god if you have sex with more than one person you're slutty right and same. I definitely don't think that anymore same we've grown up we've we've matured but go team yay yes but yeah uh, those are, this episode's definitely it's very slut shamey yeah very against Blair mm-hmm. and it's it's really hard to watch just because of you know her she's um blair's on her most vulnerable in this episode probably mm-hmm. the most vulnerable we've seen her in early on time and with blair she you know her defense mechanism is denying it and pretending that it's not there and just pretty much like living in a fantasy world in her head and knowing like um it's fine you know whatever i'm blair, not pregnant blair waldorf is the star of her own romantic comedy exactly that's like that's one of the things that they kept from the books is like she's always starring in her own romantic comedy and like Mm-hmm. she's just a player and that's just what's happening exactly and typically it's it's always a roof off of um, an audrey hepburn movie yeah so and i and i liked that they brought that symbolism um back into the television show because it kind of was rem- it was missing and it was such a huge prominent thing in the books so um it's it's really it's really it's really hard to watch just to see blair struggle so much with having to like actually accept that she might be in a situation where she mm-hmm. could be pregnant and not know who the father is and like not want to know if she's pregnant even because yeah. it's just like it's so against everything in her plan yeah exactly and it's it and she's 17 years old i mean like yeah it's like if you don't know anything and like yeah if you do have a, as we find out from rufus humphrey <laughs> So Rufus Humphrey has a he, he when he finds out that Serena bought a pregnancy test he has a talk with oh Dan God, it's and so it awkward. is the worst talk ever and he's like we knew you were special boy oh my god it's okay I, I when i heard that i was like this is what those people when they talk about millennials and talk about how like you were told you were special too much it's because yeah they probably heard this speech and just assumed that like every parent told the millennial this speech at some point <laughs> it's like you're very special and you can do whatever you want to do you're too special to be in this kind of situation yeah and it's like no he's not number one yeah. no one is not special enough to get in the situation anybody can get in the situation does not matter how perfect or smart that person is mm-hmm. or how boring that person is because Dan's boring he's but so boring. he's so boring but regardless like no one is above getting into a situation in this degree and I feel it was a, and, and I don't know it felt kind of blamey like it wasn't so much on Dan but also on Serena really I felt like he was blaming Dan really yeah because he was like we did not raise you to be like this like you should I have guess. been more careful and you know we we fought so hard for you to be in this school. What are you doing with your life? You shouldn't do this. Okay, that's fine, I guess. I don't know. I maybe maybe I saw it differently because I I because you hate Rufus. Yeah, that's fair. Um, like blame it to read by these things. Stop hating white men, Cher. <laughs> <laughs> never. Um, <laughs> never, never. Um, yeah. So, uh, it's. It, and, but then also Dan is also like you know I, I, and I and I think I'm giving kudos to Dan because he's like I'm gonna you know do the right thing. do the right thing but also I'm gonna support her support whatever, whatever she wants to, to do, do. Exactly. which is like it's implying that like if she chooses to have it or if she chooses to have an abortion which right. is like both things that are taboo for a 17 year old to be in that kind of situation exactly but also good on him for finally 
for also just saying like recognizing that you know this is a real situation this is an adult situation and i'm going to make the adult decision to accept and also um support whatever decision that the woman who's in this condition yeah will decides to make so um good for you dan i was really happy and proud for you in that moment for sure um so yeah um serena she um i was really i know you had some issues before we got on the mic that you were talking about how she had a bad comeback with like the joke but i don't know i thought she carried the whole rumor thing really well so like everyone's you know talking about serena because they saw us on gossip girl and they're like yelling at her like hey mom or like i don't know some other stupid like hey mom yes i'm pregnant and it's yours um so yeah it's 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 just like, I don't, yes, I don't know. I just thought it was really dumb. Her comeback was really dumb and Cher thinks it's hilarious. I think it was really cute and clever and also just kind of like showed that she was, you know, taking it with stride, you know, like, yeah, it's a, it's a shitty rumor, but like, she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm fine. So like, fuck you. I'm I think good. I also would have yelled something like that and then yelled and like yelled at myself later for me. Like you thought of something so stupid. You thought of something like way more interesting now. Like, yes, I'm pregnant and it's an alien baby or it's actually part human. <laughs> yeah, it's grinning my butt, guys. Yeah, I'm going to poop this baby out. <laughs> that would be my comeback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I have it locked and loaded. Um, so, yeah, it's um, it's great. But then Dan, you know, is also he also told Rufus that he loves Serena, which is the first time we've heard dan actually say the words serena he loves serena oh really yeah and rufus is all like you know you're too young to be talking like that and blah 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 i was like but i do i love Wait, her they had sex before they loved each other oh i mean it was a god yeah i mean it was implied, it implied but, like, but they never actually said those words they made love without okay i'm done <laughs> <laughs> i think i gave i gave uh subi a weird little like come on <laughs> sorry <laughs> Uh, but yeah it's um it's a big moment for the couple they haven't actually said those words before and um it also becomes more and more interesting later on in this episode that i would love to talk about in great detail but um when serena and dan meet up at the school the first thing that serena tells dan is he you know he's like you know i support whatever you do and i love you and it kind of got blown over when serena's like i'm not pregnant like just very abruptly like trying to make sure he didn't go on a stupid dan diatribe of (laughs) i'm just i'm wax poetic about how much i'm going to be there as a poet as a poet and writer i'm going to talk about all these i'm going to use all these you know yeah very very intense illusion uh um you know yeah, yeah. one thing one thing i was confused about this episode is why did blair have serena go to the drugstore and buy a pregnancy test when she has probably someone she could hire to do this and then not have serena have that stigma attached to her because she's like she has i mean dorota would probably not be i feel also that idea, like, like i i feel like serena probably volunteered that's true i feel that like it's very i true. feel like blair probably called her in a oh. panic Blair probably didn't tell her to buy the pregnancy test she probably was like i don't want to take a pregnancy test exactly and she's like i'm serena late was like, i'm gonna buy right. it for you yeah i feel like that's what happened that's off screen but that definitely seems more like serena would actually just like yeah. i'm doing this because you're not gonna face the reality i'm gonna do this because you're late and this is not good why why did i write down in my notes maybe i am a total bitch did someone say that oh yeah that was blair okay <laughs> this is um actually coming up very soon oh. um because like serena she meets up with blair at the met steps and oh. and blair is in a mood in a, a capital m mood. mood 
and um, she to give um, her the pregnancy test. Exactly. And hey guys, hey, I'm not pregnant. Ah, oh, cool. Congratulations. Celebratory drinks after school. Yeah, sure. Blair, can I talk to you? Of course. Excuse me. Did you get my text? Of course, yes, I did. So but then I you know I told Dan I'm not pregnant. Yes, and I'm so happy for you. Close call, huh? Are we really gonna play that old game, B? I have no idea what you're talking about. Whenever something happens that's not a part of your plan, you pretend like it doesn't exist. You act like you're in this movie about your perfect life, then I have to remind you the only one watching that movie is you. You admitted that your period was late. Yes. I've been very stressed. I had that chem test on Friday. And you're acting like a total bitch because you're not hormonal? Maybe I am a total bitch. Did you ever think about that? Just take the test, B. Stop it. Just take the test. You need to know if you and Chuck are going to have a baby. And for a scandal to really blow up, all it needs is an unexpected turn. Uh, having to deal with, you know, the politics that is high school girls. She so rejects much drama. So much drama. She um, rejects Serena, um, rejects Jenny because she was late of the med steps, and um, Jenny is like, you know, I'll leave, blah blah blah. And the girl, the other girls are like, don't leave Jenny because like clearly like her a mm-hmm. lot. But Blair's in one of her moods, and she there's animosity between yeah Blair, Jenny, and Jenny Blair, and Blair because of like the whole Nate thing. Yeah, and also I think that Blair is also threatened with Jenny because. Yeah. Jenny kind of, you know, she knows who she is. She resp- respects her as a rival. Yeah, exactly. There, I don't know. I'm not really sure exactly what the relationship between all the other girls are. Like Blair's yeah, minions are like with Serena. I don't, I don't understand. Cause like Blair has this relationship that's with Serena. That's equal. And then yeah. Blair has this relationship with her minions where they're her minions. Right. And it kind of feels like Serena doesn't really interact with them except when Blair invites her to hang out with them like mm-hmm. all together. Like I feel like they're just not really friends. Like Serena and the minions are not friends. Yeah, they're just kind of just her they're they're Blair's, you know. Yeah, like Serena hangs out with her like little army. she's in her she's booed up right now, so she's not really exactly. hanging out with anyone, so she's just hanging out with Dan. I just learned boot up from Cher earlier today. <laughs> boot up. It's so cute. It's I like so it. It's yeah. adorable. It's I wanna so be boot up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't we all Yes. Goals. Um so yeah but it's it's weird because you know i'm i I don't really know how to read their reactions or their interactions with serena at all yeah it kind of feels like they just want more gossip they do i also feel like they are there is an intimidation there because of serena and blair's um you know deep deep relationship they have deep friendship so it's it's hard to kind of um read that i guess i don't know it's it's I don't know I had like this weird like when I was watching I'm like I'm not sure what their deal is. It is very confusing. Like I also think that because like she doesn't ha- Serena doesn't hang out with them on the Met steps. Like she pretty much only hangs out with Blair like outside of any school related thing. Like sometimes mm-hmm. they talk in the hallway, but that's about it. Right. Yeah, because she's always hanging out with Dan. Exactly. So Eating it's lunch. And, you know, being, being taking walks, <laughs> having picnics in the park, telling him he's she's not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> you know the huge. So, um, it's, it's interesting for sure. So, um, but there is this, um, inkling with Jenny though, that is very telling and foreshadowing that when Blair kind of kicked her to the curb, there was like, this kind of like, you know, Jenny was feeling kind of shitty and upset about that. So she, you know, went off to do whatever she was going to do, but, 
um there was this you know again that animosity between blair and jenny is still very present and it's going to come up a lot in this episode especially later on so very yeah. telling <clears throat> um so um after that Nate and blair like in the courtyard because they're back together officially they're like you know kissing and making out and nate being invite- disgusting <laughs> mayonnaise <laughs> mayonnaise can you imagine kissing him i can't okay i think maybe i would be bit. like falling asleep <laughs> like he's cute but i still don't want to kiss yeah. him yeah that's fair that's fair um yeah he's he's like he's kind of too perfect looking yeah he just looks, he looks like, like a, a he mask looks, he looks like a ken doll yeah so yeah it's 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 hard to take anything that perfect seriously quite yeah. honestly it's casting like, must look like a very rich white ken doll <laughs> are there black kens there are black kens okay i don't think i've ever seen a black ken i rarely ever see kens oh, okay that's fair i had a black ken he was oh, cute so jealous he was so cute he had a little he had like a yeah, I mean, it was plastic hair. It wasn't real hair, which was a bummer. But they had, like, you know. Did Ken have, like, hair? Mm-mm, they were all plastic hair. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, like, his was, like, kind of, like, a little, like, a fade. It was cute. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, it was Did cute. Barbie had real Yeah, Barbie, obviously, Barbie had real hair. Because mm-hmm. I combed it. I always dangled it. It's fine. <laughs> I always, like, put mine in a ponytail or, like, wet it, but wet ar- put water on it. And yeah. And ruined it. Because it was synthetic. Um, speaking of wedding showers, can I tell about this game quickly? Yes, please. So speaking of Barbies and wedding showers, I went to this one wedding shower and our goal was to design a wedding dress for this naked Barbie doll out of stuff that you have in your purse. Mm. <laughs> and our Barbie doll had a lot of menstrual products. Oh, geez. They're white, you know? It works. <laughs> you got a panty liner down the front, a panty liner down the back, and just like put and it together. And it's sticky, so it yeah, works. Yeah, it <laughs> works really well. It's not going to fall down. <laughs> and all the dancing it's not gonna fall down <laughs> i mean you can have like a strapless thing going on <laughs> exactly that's so funny that's so funny yeah oh man anyways so but, yeah, yeah um Nate's, Nate's, he's cute but he's eh. he's a kendall um but he asked um blair to visit his um visit his father in rehab and blair's overjoyed he's um he's actually you know offering He's like this asking help and yeah. first time in need and, and like literally having him support her. Could you do me a really big favor? What is it, sweetie? I need you to come with me to visit my dad in rehab. Please. Really? Yeah, it's just it's really awkward. I don't have to go alone now and I don't know what to say anymore. He loves you. You always know how to make him laugh. Nathaniel Archibald, you've never asked me for anything. And here you are, officially leaning on me. It's this time we're going to be so much better together. We already are. She, yeah. she, rather, her support him, and it's the first time they ever had that kind of like mature relationship that she's always been wanted with him. And it's kind of sweet that she's like, oh, this is like our first time, like you needing me. Yeah, exactly. It's really nice. And Chuck is lurking and watching and being very creepy. He's like, oh, they're having a happy time. I, I want to destroy. I want to destroy. Oh, Chuck, you're so lurky. He's so creepy. So Dan tells Serena that he loves her and that she doesn't really respond in the way that he wanted her to respond with. I love you back. And then when he's telling Rufus that he's not going to be a grandfather, he also talks about how he told her that he loved her and he asked for advice. And then Jenny says, why take his advice when he's old and alone? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> oh my god, I totally forgot about that. That's, 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 that's,
that's so funny. Yes, I remember laughing out right out loud. I was like, that's that was so my favorite part mad of the episode. Oh, oh my god, sure. Jenny, you did good. She's so great. She has great one-liners. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's so funny. Yeah, it's like, what? oh gosh. But yeah, so, um, but she also gave Dan some solid advice. She was like, ask, tell her again, like, get her alone you know do something that he she would actually like and then tell her yeah and remember he told her he loved her when he found out she was pregnant or yeah when he, like some something was, was it, it after or before it was like while he was he was like it was before he was like oh yeah so he like, was i'll like, accept whatever you do because i love you and she's like i'm not pregnant yeah it was very much like oh awkward. yeah it was awkward and more to that later for sure because yeah, exactly. there's more some to, stuff i just want to touch on that because oh. it does bring up some stuff later mm-hmm. but yeah so um so serena goes to blair's and he tells her that she isn't pregnant and lying about it because blair hadn't taken the pregnancy test yet blair and blair and serena's like why are you doing this like you're just just you should know this is this is for your own good you should know this you should know what's going on you should know that you're pregnant or not and you know Serena's thinking about all this stuff, and Dan invites her over to their, his place for dinner. He cooks Romantic her dinner. Romantic dinner. He yep. makes like lasagna or spaghetti or spaghetti. something. That reminds me. I'm a little bit hungry right now. <laughs> it's fine. We'll get food later. Okay. But yeah, um, Dan cooks for her, but she's obviously distracted because all this shit goes on. So he wants to tell her he loves her, but he also wants to help and talk with her. And I and I kind of like, this, like let's talk about your feelings. Mm-hmm. What's wrong? Was it something I cooked? No. No, 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 I'm sorry. It's honestly the best spaghetti I've ever tasted. Thank you. Even if I did have to drag it out of you myself. (laughs) Hey, guys. Hey, Jenny. Go back to your room, Jenny. I'm just getting juice. Excuse me. Hey, Jen. Could you do me a favor and drink your juice at Vanessa's, maybe? Going back to my room, closing the door, putting on my headphones, and ignoring you and your date. Excellent. Thank you. Where were we? Um. Well, let's try this. Why don't you tell me what's on your mind? Then it can be on our minds. And then our minds can worry about what's on your mind together. I have no idea what you just said. I don't know what I said either, but um, what I'm saying now, just talk to me. I never thought I was pregnant. The test was for Blair. Oh, wait, wait, I'm confused. She just got back together with Nate. So, oh, then who? Chuck. Chuck? And Blair? Blair and Chuck? Well, why isn't he the one buying the test? Because... Because he's an ass. Who doesn't know? Why not? I mean, there's no love lost between me and Chuck Bass, but I gotta believe he, he deserves to know. He, he does have this weird influence over her. Uh, maybe he could talk her into taking the test. I just... I'm so worried about her. And I don't know, Dan, he, for the most part, he shows up, he shows up 
and um and i want to give him his due in this moment he was really good and just talking to serena and actually listening to what she had to say and giving like solid advice about stuff so he told her about you know the whole chuck and blair thing how she might be pregnant and while all this is going on someone jenny, is lurking yeah jenny taking a book from uh, taking a book from chuck oh my god is also lurking and eavesdropping and very rude yeah, so she hears that Serena tells Dan that she thinks or that Blair might be pregnant with Chuck's baby mm-hmm. and not Nate's. Maybe, maybe, but she also, but just just to clarify that the two of them had been together as well as Chuck and as well as, as Nate and yeah. Blair. So. so now the people that know that Blair might be pregnant are Serena, Dan, Jenny, and Blair, obviously. Yeah, and Chuck. Oh Chuck, no, not no, Chuck, Chuck yet. Not yet. So yeah, there's like yeah, the, so the number is growing. Um, so, uh, Beck Simon returns. Okay. So we're, we're at the, this is, this is something I have huge issue with. We're at the gallery and like multiple women are basically hitting on Rufus. So like yeah. there's, there's some, there's some woman that's talking to him and she's like, so am I the last appointment of the day? I'm trying to ask you out. And I was like, why do women throw themselves at Rufus? He wears a fucking choker. It's not okay. It's not 1994 anymore. It's 2008. He's a Delph guy. Like, he's a Delph. He's a daddy. Is that right? Did I use that right? Do you know? You don't know. <laughs> he's a Delph. He's a daddy like to fuck. Um, yeah, I don't know. He's uh, not that I want to fuck, but... No, I wouldn't. Um, I don't know. Apparently, in, in 2008, he is hot material. I wrote down Bex with good hair. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> I can't hear the name Becky anymore. Also, what kind Bex of name is Bex? good hair. <laughs> um, she asks him out again and uh, he accepts so they're on a date uh, well not they're on a date but they're gonna go on a date so gonna have a date yeah I guess that's exciting I really don't care about that so much nope, but, but, boring. It's, but I do think it, it needs to be mentioned just because of what happens later on that I want to talk about because okay. there's some shit that happens later so Serena comes to Chuck and tells him about Blair and uh, uh, he tells Serena about Blair sleeping with Nate right after him and I don't think she knew about that Oh Which yeah, so it's like yeah, and then so now Chuck also knows about Blair's possible pregnancy, mm-hmm. but also now Serena knows about her sleeping with Nate too. Right mm-hmm. around the time they were messing around, because I think she only thought that Blair was um, actually having sex with Chuck and not having sex with Nate, but now she knows that she had sex with both of them. So the plot thickens. It's getting it's really getting like gravy. Yeah. Ew, I'm sorry. What? <laughs> the plot's thickening. Like, oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, you want yeah, yeah. to be thicker. Oh, my God. Have you never been to Thanksgiving? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's I was fine. like, what? I was a weird, weird. I was like, what? <laughs> was, that was so cute. You were, like, agreeing with me, and then you were like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's, um, yeah, uh, Serena stops by Blair to tell to, about Nate, and um, she's like, you've got to figure out what's going on, and Eleanor overhears everything, and uh, when when Serena leaves, uh, Eleanor suspects that Blair has bulimia again, your condition, yeah. as she called it, because she was throwing up. Okay, so, so Serena started out this whole exchange with one of my favorite things. Um, so she made some great puns about trying to bring up the fact that she that Blair needs to take pregnancy tests without actually saying it because Dorota's there. Morning. Good morning, Miss Serena. Anybody notice the weather today? What? Take a look outside, B. My first response would be that the sky is a clear blue easy. Dorota, you may be excused now. Uh, 
I can't believe you didn't tell me about you and Nate. What did he say? Nothing. Chuck did. When I went to see him because I thought maybe he could talk some sense into you. You had no right to do that. I was trying to help you, B. I took a public bullet for you. Let another rumor about me run rampant. The whole school heard, even Dan. What's going on? Ask Blair. Her version of the story is always better. Fine. You all right? Serena, she's she's so spot on in this episode. Mm-hmm. Love Serena in this episode so so much. Um, but yeah, she like. Um, but when Blair, when Serena leaves in a huff, and Eleanor suspects um, Blair having bulimia again, Blair finally takes a test, and when she does, she like calls Serena and apologizes, and also tells her that she isn't pregnant. So, yay, it's relief. But you know the damage of the rumor the damage of all the stuff that's happening is already kind of done mm-hmm. and too many people are too many people know about what's going on and so obviously it's, it's going to get out the truth will come out and that's what happens when too many people know about your shit you gossip girl yeah so some advice don't be gossip girl and don't post on gossip girl yeah you know i mean it's good advice <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's fair that yeah don't be gossip girl don't post shit on gossip girl but i don't know there's i feel like i want to give some advice about this because i feel like when so many people know about, you know, shit, it leaks out and it gets out. And it's not, I don't want to be slut shamey. Like, it doesn't matter what it is. It can be literally anything. In this circumstance, it happens to be like a sex rumor. And that's the kind of ones that people actually give a shit about because scandalous and blah, blah, blah. I'm pregnant and it's yours. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, there, um, I feel like there's something to be said, though, about just keep your shit to yourself yeah like you know sometimes like keep it not to yourself but like with your close friends and don't like i don't know don't gossip yeah gossip is it's gossip is not great this is not a psa it's not a psa but it's but i I don't know there's something to be said in this and i think it's um one of those things that it's it's tricky because all these how it got out and how like the real truth came out was just in a like don't eavesdrop essentially like don't be like don't be like jenny don't eat fucking eavesdrop it's not your don't look business. at other people's screens like i just did with share <laughs> but yeah just like Cher's pregnant it's mine yep i am pregnant <laughs> and um it's coming on my butt <laughs> <laughs> gonna drop a deuce um <laughs> <laughs> drop my kids off at the pool is how my friend my old coworker used to say that, like oh i gotta go drop my kids off at the pool he didn't have kids and then he was gonna go take a shit oh that's gross thank you nick <laughs> but yeah um there is some um it's just tricky in that regard because i feel like this is a true gossip moment where it's like exactly this is like yeah it's like grapevine grapevine the grapevine and it passed down passed down like a game of telephone and it's 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 really it's fucked up that this happened to blair that she got humiliated in this regard so blair tells chuck that she's impregnant and they are officially over and Chuck is pissed about it, so he sends out the blast about uh, he tells Blair's sex girl that Blair had sex with two men in one week, mm-hmm. which is horrible. Like, why? Why would you do that? Yeah, that I, doesn't I, even help you. That just, exactly. Like, that's not vindicating. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think he just wanted to. He was pissed, and yeah. he wanted to just seventeen-year-old boy hormones. Yeah, and he's like, he wanted to lash out in that way, and the way that he did it was by humiliating her, and for what i don't know he was so upset and hurt yeah but that is an excuse no nope. but he did it at all not at all i mean like i don't know i 
I understand exactly where he's coming from and like wanting to hurt her so bad, like because she hurt him in a way that is okay. Rejection. Yeah, and rejection is okay. And then doing something like this, like hurting someone for because they rejected you because they don't want you, is bad. But I also yeah. understand why he did it. I, yeah, I understand like why, a, but I don't it's accept a valid, it. Yeah, it's a valid desire to do that, but don't do it. Yeah, just ignore that feeling, guys. Like, it's fine. Like, it's... You'll find somebody else. Yeah, just subtweet them like I do and hope their cat runs away. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I've been upset with somebody enough to, like, do some stupid shit. Like, I had a boyfriend once, so when we broke up, he left us a pack of cigarettes and I smoked the entire you thing. You smoked them? That's what you did for revenge? No, well, Sorry. my revenge was that, like, he loved me, so I wanted to destroy something he loved, so I was just going to, like, smoke this pack of cigarettes. This is me being 21 and very wow. emo. Yeah. That is so emo. That's so emo and dark. Yeah, dark, twisty share. It's very ominous. I know. So, <laughs> I was so dark and twisted. That's so adorable. <laughs> I hope I'm not making light of that, but I think that's hilarious. It, I don't know. In hindsight, I was like, God, share fucking... <laughs> grow the fuck up don't be so goddamn silly in your fucking feelings <laughs> typical virgo um oh <laughs> such a virgo sorry such a virgo. such a virgo in my feelings quite a lot so um but yeah it's it sucks the way he did this oh god like i wanted to like scream at chuck like why the fuck are you doing this, this is not right how could you think this is a inexcusable reaction to what's happening <clears throat> Like, give yourself a beat. Take a minute. Yeah. Don't just it react. Like, it, was, it was immediate. She yeah. said it's over. And he was like, oop, Fine, all right. I guess it's time to text gossip, girl. Yeah. God, what an asshole. So. Chuck Bass. Chuck There's so asshole. much slut shaming. Oh, my God. There's all sorts of slut shaming. Like, oh, my God. What a slut. Oh, my it God. Sucks. She's such a it's bitch. It's so uncomfortable to it's watch. horribly uncomfortable. And Blair's, like, you know, just in a sea of just horrible name calling and she has to leave the school like i mean you can't she can't sit around for that it's awful so all this horrible shit is happening at the school and dan and serena are having i did like lunch at the park oh my god like a bench yeah and because he still hasn't told her he loves her again right yeah he's like i need to tell her and it's like okay you don't need to tell her that much calm the fuck down like i get i get i get the need to like tell her and I guess because he felt like he told her in such like a weird predicament the first time he has to like make up for it. But like give her some fucking time. Like it's okay. It's like, yeah, you're seventeen. I don't know. I don't I don't think I was I was never in love when I was seventeen, so I guess I don't know like the I was in love at seventeen and and it backfired, but <laughs> that's not the here they're there. Um <laughs> I feel like when, when you're an adult you can like restrain yourself more. Yeah. I mean, what I had wasn't love. It was puppy love, and that's fine. Oh, my God. You still love puppies, Cher. I mean, I do love puppies, <laughs> but, like, the actual puppy dog. I know. Not, I know. Not, not, the, not the feeling of, like, you know, loving somebody. Like, oh, my God, I miss you in the next room. Like, shit like that. So. I miss you when you're not around. <laughs> pretty much. But um, Dan, he wants to tell her how much he loves her. And so he arranges a lunch in the park, their picnic, and... Um, when her schoolwork blows away, she like says, I love you, which. Cause he picks up her schoolwork for right. her. She's like, Oh my God, thank you so much. I love you. Like in passing, like, right. But the way she said friend. it was such like this, like connection. And it seemed like, it didn't seem like a, I don't know. It didn't seem natural. It's yeah. like, I love you. Oh, oh. got him. <laughs> oh, are, are, you, are you cold? It's pretty cold here. Let me get you this blanket. <laughs> this will be better. Keep you warm. Um, you want you want some ginger ale? Here, I brought this for us. We can have a nice little 
drink. Um, might be a little cold, actually. You okay? You're doing that um thing. Yeah, I I know. I'm sorry. I, it's just I, I don't know. In in the short time we've known each other, you you become really important to me. I've been struggling to find a way to tell you. I'm struggling now. No, 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 no. Oh my gosh. Here you go. I love you. Thank you. No problem. All right, take care. It was a close call. I'm sorry. That would have completely ruined our picnic. Yeah. <sighs> okay, well, um, what was it you were saying? Oh, just... I think I should proofread this for you, can I? Sure. Yeah, but can we eat first? Because I'm starving. Yeah, let's eat. You say I love you to your friends in passing like yeah. that too. Like, oh my god, this thing you're doing is so cute. I love you so much. But exactly. Like, but not not in this situation. Yeah, it was. It did. But like, also, it wasn't even casual the way she said it. It was in like like I love you. It was forced. It was very forced. So, so I she said was I weird. love you, but not in response to his I love you. No, like he didn't get the chance to because he was saying like, oh, she just tells a random stranger that she loves, but she can't tell me she loves me. So, um, yeah, all right, I'll just you know wait for another time oh wait she says i love you to a stranger yeah she says i love oh. you to a stranger she didn't even oh, say a stranger it. picks up her papers yeah, not stranger. Dan. sorry no, not i was mistaken no you're fine and she's like oh my god i love you and dan's like oh god she can't even say it to me so i'm just gonna like move on well <laughs> um so nate doesn't believe the blast which oh that's really oh, sweet nate. about Nate. like like oh god gossip girl's been wrong before which is very true she has but um jenny tells him otherwise which is a, was just a, which was definitely foreshadowed when this whole like you know shit that happened earlier in the episode with with um, jenny and blair and her casting her aside and jenny's like you know Ooh, this is my time to re- you know for revenge yeah again with the whole like just revenge <laughs> wanting to have revenge on people who have slightly wronged you in this case and on blair like it's in, yeah. in both these cases it's blair and it's just like and jenny's like she's still like 14 so yeah it's even more understandable I saw it. Now Blair's gonna freak out. I mean, this is a total lie. Yeah, of course it is. Jenny, look, I know you're friends with Blair. You never want to do anything to betray her, but if you know something... Oh, Blair was never really my friend. So... So... Yeah, there's something you should know. Yeah, but also, like, it's, it's, it's 14. But this is not a 14-year-old situation. Yeah, that is, is a, so true. This is adult stuff that's going on right now. Like, even though there are kids who are doing it, this is still, like, a pregnancy. This is still, like, a sex scandal. And that it's not for any 14-year-old to get herself involved in. And the fact that she, like, actually inserted herself in the situation is horrible. Don't do that, Jenny. Just, like, Girl. stay in your lane. Stay in your fucking lane. <laughs> <laughs> you are 14. Play with, like, you know, le- you know, Legos. Yeah, Legos. A selling and le- machine. And lip smackers. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, just stick in your lane, girl. Do not do not do this. And it was horrible. And I was like, oh my God, I hate Jenny. No. There was like I, was, I was really upset that she did that. I was very disappointed in her. I don't hate her. I don't hate any of the characters, but I was very disappointed in, yeah. um, it felt in Jenny. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so Nate is like, yes, I guess this is true because Jenny told him. Right. And he decides to confront Chuck about it. Oh my gosh, yes. And then they get into fisticuffs. Yeah, is they do. Correct? They put up their dukes. Yeah. And fisticuffs they, and they ruffle. They know, basically break school. up. They're friendship. Pretty much. They're done. I don't know who it was. Did you sleep with her, huh? You 
son of a bitch I'd kill you. Can you talk about this without your hands around my neck? You think you get what you want like you do with all those other girls? Yes, Nathaniel. I took what Blair kept throwing at you and you kept throwing back. Oh, so somehow you screwing Blair for sport is my fault? It wasn't for sport. She needed someone and I was there. Oh, so you cared about us. Guys have broken up. Oh, for how long? A week? An hour? Look, I'm sorry, all right? I know how long you and I have been best friends, okay? No, it's not okay, Chuck. From now on, you stay away from me. Hey, do you hear what I said? You stay the hell away from me, Chuck! Show's over! Yeah, and in there, and this moment, which I think is really telling, just probably because of Chuck and the way he looked when Nate kind of cast him off. He's like, we're done forever. I'm not your friend. Fuck yourself, essentially. And I... It was... The hurt in Chuck's eyes was so much more severe than Chuck the the, the hurt that he had when Blair kind of cast him aside. Which is like, oh, friendship what? is so bad. You shouldn't have done this bad thing. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, early on in the series, he was saying there's only two things I really care about, the money and the pleasure it gives me, and you, my to friend Nate. Nate. Yeah. To Nate. Like, it's his best friend. <sighs> and... You know, but you did this really fucked up thing, man. You fucked so his girlfriend. Bad. Yeah, it's Nate's ex girlfriend. Yeah, like, they were still broken up, but they're still like it yeah. was very recent. It was very recent. It was like less okay. than an hour. And it's not yeah. okay. And like you know, this just a, this it was are, less than an hour. Oh yeah, because it was they were still together. They were still like they broke up. Like, they technically broke. Like they broke up. They just like I'm done. Got in the car, went to Victrola, and then like within like the same night, yeah. they hooked up. So Chuck, that is bad. Yeah, it's actually, not good. it's bad on both. Of, like it's mostly bad on Chuck though, because it's his friend's ex-girlfriend you know i mean like yeah if a girl you know invites you for you know fornication you should have you know some some respect for her and respect for yourself i don't Mm -hmm. know there's um there's some bad decision making on all of this so um it sucks though because you see chuck's pain and actually i think it's more palpable than the pain that he had with blair rejecting mm-hmm. him because i think he thought after all this you know like he'd oh, still have nate he still have nate like oh it's just a girl blah 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 like no it's different you can't do this we're not kids anymore because yeah. like i mean especially the thing he sent to gossip girl was still anonymous like it was blair slept with two guys not blair slept with chuck and nate so like nate had to find out from someone that it was chuck right yeah and so like it's kind of it, he was like trying to protect himself and he probably thought that maybe maybe he wouldn't find out Nate wouldn't find out about that it was Chuck but he did yeah and regardless I mean like he still did this horrible horrible thing yep. and you know he, it's a betrayal of anything else and I think it's probably way worse than the actual act of what he did but the portrayal part not the sex part it could have been anything but the portrayal is the biggest mm-hmm. thing that I think hurt both Nate and Chuck so yeah it's um some really intense emotions are happening um so Blair tries to go to Nate and, you know, speak her piece. Just like, you know, like, hey, you know, all these rumors, they're not true. You know, Chuck would say anything to hurt me. And he's like, oh, would Jenny, though? Yeah, because. And. Also, Jenny would. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yes, she would. Yeah, she would. She would definitely say something but to But she's hurt. like, Jenny. And he's like, it's over, Blair, it's done. So yeah. Nate breaks up with Blair, and it's really sad. Yeah, and so like Blair starts to connect the dots, and she's like, oh, someone must have told Jenny, and then it was obviously Serena, because Serena was the only person who knew mm-hmm. that also has contact with Jenny. And then they have a fight yep. and break up. Yep. Hey, babe, what's up? I can't believe you told Jenny about me and Chuck. 
What? I, I didn't. Because of her, everybody knows the intimate details of my private life, and now Nate's not speaking to me. But I, I told you, B. I didn't tell Jenny. I don't know how she found out. Did you tell Dan? What? You did. You told your low-rent boyfriend, and he told his social-climbing sister who wears my hand-me-downs, and she blabbed to Nate. I can't believe you're attacking Dan and Jenny. Did you? Or did you not tell him? I did. But only because you weren't dealing with it, and I wanted advice on how to help you. I can't believe you don't get it. The rules are different for the Serena Vanderwoodsons of the world. People expect you to party and be wild, sleep with whoever you want, run away, come back. Wait, are we really going back there? You shot your reputation to hell a long time ago. It doesn't matter what you do, but I'm a Waldorf. Well, since you and your reputation obviously don't need me and my low-rent taste, you and the Waldorf name can weather this storm alone. And it's and she calls she calls us Serena. She calls Dan her low-rent boyfriend. Which they own. They own their <laughs> loft in Brooklyn. That's a like, really good insult. <laughs> Low rent Humphrey. I wrote that down too. <laughs> Such a good insult. Um, so yeah, so Serena can, um, she goes home to, um, oh, she goes to Dan actually. And she says, did you tell Serena, did you tell Jenny about Chuck? And he tells her, no, I wouldn't do that because I love you. And then Serena doesn't say anything and he's upset about it. And um, he leaves. She no, she leaves. I think. Yeah, she leaves. So and it's all right. like still awkward between them. Yeah. So here's my thing about like so, when when someone says they love you, it is okay not to say it back right away. Yep. It's okay. And the fact that he got upset with her for not saying it back is bad because girls see this. Girls watch this show. Young girls are like in high school, sometimes even college. They see somebody they actually care about, and they they're not ready to say those things. They're ready to feel those feelings yet, and they feel pressured at actually saying those words. They're not ready to say it, mm-hmm. and that leads to abusive relationships where you feel like you're being pushed in situations you're not ready for, like saying I love you, like having sex, like doing things that you're not ready for, and it starts in these kind of situations, and it's horrible when it happens. And I was like, oh no, don't do this, don't do this, Dan. Do not make her feel guilty for not. Yeah, being and that's exactly feeling. what he's doing. Yeah. He's making her feel guilty. Anyways, yeah. this is a bad episode for anyone who is not fully fully formed in the brain to yeah, watch exactly. because you are going to feel like there's all these things I should be doing. Like if a mm-hmm. guy says I love you, I should say it back. No, don't. No, don't no. ever tell a man you love him. Relation tips from Subi. <laughs> not. I mean, not immediately. Like give forever. Time. Oh, that too. I just mean, just kidding. Sure, but yeah, if you don't, if you don't love someone, don't tell them that you love them just because they're making you feel guilty yeah exactly like you if you know just because he says it doesn't mean you have to say it right back that's okay and that's fine um also i really hated when she went back to her brother eric and got some relationship advice from him which actually really sweet i thought that was it was really really sweet but how she like felt guilty and sad about it just like oh god like that response wasn't okay for me to do like it's like don't no it's fine it's fine and then also she revealed like she has like daddy issues and like trust issues and it's like yes exactly and that's okay to have those yeah and that's okay to not want to do that right away because of the issues that you have and the you know the predisposed you know relationship advice relationship issues that you're gonna have because of your daddy issues 
issues and your trust issues. And that's and so, okay. So Serena at this point thinks that Dan told Jenny about the whole Chuck and Blair mm-hmm. thing. And that's how Jenny found out. Exactly. And Eric being the wise man with frosted tips that he is <laughs> explains that that's what siblings do. We listen in. Yeah, exactly. And, but I also loved her reaction to the Dan saying, I love you. It's like, it made me trust him less, which is so real. Mm-hmm. It's super real. And I like that they actually kept that in the script and said it in the show because it's what happens to girls. You know, they they have that instinct of not trusting their boyfriend less, and that's okay to feel those feelings. That you know, maybe you know, it's probably not the right response, but it's okay. And I don't like I don't I don't like the idea of like because she didn't say it right away, it's a bad thing. Yeah, it's not. It's fine. It's fine. It's okay. Your feelings are valid. Oh. <laughs> Um, I like I like that they write Serena and like Dan's relationship to be so high school though. Yeah, I, I like it's it's good. It's good to keep the show balanced because of all the crazy actual like adult shit that's happening mm-hmm. with Blair and her relationships with men. Yeah, and Serena's, Serena's like I'm a teen. Yeah, walking it, around being a teen. Yeah, and it's a little more stable, and they have a little more like grounded um, relationship issues as opposed to like having like you know crazy sex scandals but you know regardless no sleep which i mean here um blair's issues are her issues and her things yeah. she has to worry about and not issues that's that seems um that seems wrong blair's past yeah blair's um choices that she's made yeah so um yeah there is a few more things i want to point on to the minions are revolting against blair which is really shitty and also more slut jamie but they also basically kick her out and uh, bad. And uh, they embrace Jenny. Hey, Jenny. Hi. Are you joining us? Um, what are you doing here? I was just leaving. No, stay. Blair, given you can barely manage your own messy affairs, surely you're not in a position to tell anyone where they can and can't eat. Do you realize who you're talking to? You mean a self-righteous bitch who always sat on her own high horse judging everyone else? Pregnant little hypocrite. Not that it's any of your business, but I'm not pregnant. Nate must be thrilled. Chuck, too. What are you talking about? The whole school saw them throwing down over your cheap ass. The boyfriend and the best friend. Pretty classy. <laughs> Consider yourself dethroned, Queen Bee. unlikely that I will ever forgive you for going to Nate. But if you walk away from me now, I will also ruin you. How are you going to do that? I guess, yeah, they liked her. They, they, they've made light of that, you know, in the, early in this episode, like when um, Blair kind of dismissed Jenny. They're like, oh no, Jenny, don't leave. So like, it kind of made it clear that they, they do like Jenny a lot mm-hmm. and they want her to be part of their crew. Um, Chuck and Blair, Blair goes back to Chuck at a restaurant. Oh my God. This makes this one, this scene made me so uncomfortable. Oh my God. I was like, I was shaking when I was like, it's so, so bad. So in this scene, and I think I never actually recovered the, the character of Chuck from this moment on. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. It's so gross. Um, I, I've always had my issues with Chuck, and I think this is probably why, because when I saw this episode, I never fully recovered from he, like He never like actually became a good character to me. Yep. He was just kind of there. I never hated him, but I never liked him. And I think this is because of the scene. Like, it never... 
Yeah. And I never fully recovered because it's awful. It's absolutely awful. He compares her to a fucking horse. No, thank you. to congratulate you in person. You ruined my relationship with Nate, and Serena, all of my friends. Even little Jenny thinks she's too good for me, so... Bravo. Just like you wanted. I have no one to turn to but you. Actually, you don't even have me. Enough. I'll try to be more succinct. You held a certain fascination when you were beautiful, delicate, and untouched. But now you're like one of the Arabians my father used to own. Rode hard and put away wet. I don't want you anymore. And I can't see why anyone else would. like it's so gross to hear that from him who like i don't know he's he's clearly just being vindictive because he doesn't know how to deal with his feelings it's obvious and he's just being so mean to her and like not treating her with any respect and she's like sitting there so vulnerable like just trying to have a friend and it's like it's really sad and disheartening to see that and yes. like chuck just destroys his character in that scene yeah like i i, I never i stopped rooting for him in that moment and mm-hmm. i never actually rooted for him and and I will stand by this quote for the rest of the series. And yeah, Blair is just so sad. Yeah. And also I wrote down double STD fucking Chuck. Why do you think I wrote that? We can cut that out. Yeah. Or don't. It's fine. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Why do I write things like this? But it's it's awful. But like she compares like Blair composes herself, wanting not to like leave and goes home and she wants to go to Paris. Yeah. Leon. Leon. Where her father lives with Ramon. Yeah, because her mother in the beginning, um, earlier on in the episode, had like suggested maybe you should like you know go there for the summer, get some, you know, some separation. And Blair was like, I don't know, maybe. And so Blair came home and she's like, kind of go to Paris for a semester. Still like, Leon. <laughs> well, it's, um, I don't oh, know. France. I'm thinking. I don't know why I'm saying Paris. Jeez. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm saying France, and I'm not saying France. Okay, I'm saying we'll Paris. That. Yeah. Yeah. So Blair goes to her mom and says, "I want to go to Lyon for the semester." France, yeah. Yeah. And that's where her father lives. And her mother's just like, "Why are you so distraught?" Like, okay, that's fine. Like, like I'm, I'm so concerned. Sad. Let's yeah. wait on. You're making me very nervous right now. What's going on? And she just begs her mother, "Please, if you're concerned, just promise me that I can go." tomorrow yeah and her mother acquiesces and it's like yes that's fine like she's so concerned yeah we'll we'll just go on we'll put you on a plane yeah tomorrow which is uh i don't know yeah it's escapism it's it's throwing money to the problem that's what it is and it's just kind of like upsetting and actually not speaking to your daughter about what's going on like let's have a talk it's fine no you can go i don't want to deal with this yeah that's what it was it's throwing money to the problem so um it's uh, it's 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 troubling, but um, Jenny now is part of the crew. Part of the crew, and then has like a and then has someone to do her bidding for her to take her library yeah. books. So that was so this creepy. New character, this character who looks like she's maybe ten years old. I know least. she's so precious. And they're like, "Hey, Jenny, do you want to go get drinks at this place?" And she's like, "Oh, I have to take my books to the library." And uh, what's her name? Kati or it, one of them is yeah. like, I don't think she has a character name yet. Yeah, it's Amanda Sutton's character. 
the one who is the Jersey one doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's like, Oh, at least we'll take your books. And he's like, no, it's fine. I can do it. And she says, it's not that you can do it. It's you shouldn't have to. Yeah. And that is like the weirdest, like privileged comment oh, to make. Yeah. Oh my it's God. so privileged. It was like, Oh God, you like your own personal slave. Now like, yeah. The, and like so this creepy, creepy 10 year old named Elise. Like, we don't know who she is. Yeah. It's really weird. Who's up for Barney's drive by? Me. Ooh. Followed by hot sake at decibel. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah, she made out with the bartender last time. Now he thinks she loves him. <laughs> what about you, little Jay? Oh, I can't. I have to return these books to the library. Elise will take them for you. Won't you, E? Yeah, sure. It's okay. I can do it. The question isn't if you can do it, Jenny. It's if you should have to. I'm going there anyway. Let me know if you need anything else. Let me know if you need anything else. You coming? Props to Blair. She trained you well. So, yeah, so now Jenny is, you know, part of the crew now, and yeah, she is. Blair's out. Blair's out. Yeah. Um, also, now to our C plot with Rufus. So Rufus is about to go on a date with Bex, oh and he's gosh. hanging out at his his uh, studio. The studio, and gallery. then he brags about being like a rock star and how like you know I never really you know have to like I've never had to ask a woman before out or blah blah blah. Like I'm just kind of just. Oh, uh, I always just like slept with them. They were groupies. Like, they were groupies and blah 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 and. <laughs> yeah because like basically some other woman comes in and like asks him out and it's in front of bex and bex is like i'm gonna leave now because this is awkward well and also me. they're both like brunette and they both have like names start with b and it's very confusing for for oh, rufus yeah, what was her name Bel- belinda that's not a name <laughs> bling or something or brent um i don't know something with a b brenda Buh. um it Buh-Zizica. was Zizica. yeah it was a it was a one letter name too uh, one syllable name too it was like Bo. brill brin 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 it was brin that's not a name yeah, like Brandon Bex. So he was yeah. very confused and he got their names mixed up and Bex was like, you know what? I'm coming back later. And Brandon and him went on for a drink, but then Bren, but then Bex came back and she was like, okay, I'm super tired by you. For some reason. For some reason. And she's kind of actually too good for him. Yep. Bex, <laughs> Not even actually, like, no, she's actually far too good for him everyone is too good for rufus so you know she gives him a phone number like you're gonna call me back in three days and then we're gonna have a proper date at a you know with with a table and stuff and it's he's (laughs) trying to be a date with a table yeah and he's like you know trying to be cute and coy and he calls her right then immediately right immediately and it's like okay who cares so enough of that bullshit yeah it's boring um i never was good at following rules okay rufus no one cares so Okay, back to Dan and Serena. Yeah, so Serena goes back to the Humphrey residence, the the ranch, as we call it here. The Humphrey ranch. The Humphrey ranch. I love the ranch. <laughs> and she asks why he loves her, which is a good question to ask. I support this decision. When someone tells you love you, you ask why. Why? I I don't know. I I'm a, I, I, I like knowing things. I, oh my God. I, I wouldn't be able to articulate why I loved someone. I feel like it's just a feeling. I don't know. There's has to be something though, right? I mean, especially when they're when they're kids, you know, like you don't understand. I love you because I love you because you're my friend. 
that's a reason i guess but like i don't know i don't love all my friends yeah i don't know there's a, i feel like there's a distinction okay. between like and, and it's like i think romantic like romantic love yeah it's a very different love than like you know friendship love or family love it's a very distinctive love and especially when they're kids and they're like trying to even formulate the idea of what actual love means to them mm-hmm. it's good to know like i love you because your ass is cute like things like yeah, that that's true obviously like you have to know like what you're getting yourself into and and actually trying to articulate the idea of what love is and it's good to like talk that shit out yeah good okay. to have conversations I'm, I'm on your side i'm with you on yeah. this yeah i don't know i was really i was really happy when i saw this again because I, I forgot about this conversation and i was like oh yeah she did yeah. ask why i thought it was very strange and i wish that like early on my like when i was younger i wish i asked that question more mm-hmm. it was why i kind of just like went with it and i feel like you know young girls seeing this it's a helpful thing to ask why so yeah fully so us. yeah so he tells her he loves her because she interrupts him mm-hmm. yes that's a good trait to have in a woman <laughs> i agree we all need to interrupt men all the time <laughs> that she lasts like a four-year-old which is actually really cute <laughs> <laughs> and that and she's sexy as hell and completely unaware of the effect that uh, she has on him gross. oh my god shut up dan worst. shut up worse but yeah so so she responds with i love you but i have to go <laughs> classic serena classic serena oh my god the best kind of serena so she goes off to stop blair from leaving and tell her to fight and they can do it together don't leave like she did blair what you want to look to jfk your mom said you were going to france tonight she has a big mouth i'm her best friend she was shocked I didn't know. Oh, now you do. What I know is how you felt when I left without telling you. Is there a reason you're here? Stay. Don't let some stupid scandal make you run away like it did me. Like it does everyone in our world. Everything's horrible. My whole life has fallen apart. So rebuild it. You're a Waldorf, remember? People don't tell you who you are. You tell them. Stay and fight. I'll fight with you. I'm so embarrassed. I'm so, so what? Start over. It can be done. I should know. We'll get through this together. You promise? Promise. Happily ever after that just thing for me. That's because she can start over. Yeah, because Blair, because Serena's really good at starting over. Yeah, Blair doesn't need to in her world. Oh my god. So, yeah. 
Um, yeah, so Blair ends up not going. She doesn't go. And, and she's back with Serena. And that, that's when the show's at its best, when Blair and Serena are best friends. Oh my God, I hate it when they're fighting. I it's so it annoying. It's, it's not interesting. It's the worst. So that's the episode. Yeah. Shit ton of things happen in this episode. So... Whew. Um, let's break it down with fashion. I have some really great fashion moments. Okay. Really funny ones. Um, I'll start off with <laughs> the really super meta um, fashion comment when Dan and Jenny make fun of Rufus and his plaid t-shirt. Why do they hate his shirt? It's kind of a terrible shirt. It's a plaid shirt. It's fine. Yeah, I know. But like, it's funny just because like the show at this point, like and while it was on the air, the fashion was such a huge part of the show and it's just like kind of a funny like meta thing where like kind of commenting on the own fashion of the show mm-hmm. and i just really loved how we were both like getting up on him and are you gonna know. wear that like they're being so <laughs> they're being so mean but it, like it's kind of a terrible plaid shirt because it has it's like one of those western ones with like weird like oh it has like the weird curly, curly cue yeah. and like it has like a like, weird pocket Ugh. button thing it's mm, it's not a good look for him um but I, I had I had a really weird outfit thing. Like so, Serena when she's like throughout a lot of this episode, she's wearing this thing that looks like a crop top that's cut up above the breasts, and it's black. <laughs> and then there's also a, a pink scarf underneath it that's wrapped around. I don't understand it. I don't understand how this look works. It it's weird. It's creepy. I don't like it. I don't really know how to describe it either. It's just like floofy, um, uh, uh like over her breasts, but then like there's a tight black thing above that and then it looks it looks like a scarf and then a really short crop top that's funny it's the worst <laughs> um i love the green coat that blair wears when she is in the courtyard and all the slut shaming um rumors are starting to swirl around <clears throat> her it's a beautiful beautiful emerald green coat i also love that she had a um there was a callback to the, the red coat that she got for christmas she's wearing it when she's at the uh, at the um at the helicopter oh port. yeah and i love that coat um offer but i also love it on her too it's so so cute um i didn't hate the serena dirty hair headscarf thing that she was wearing when when dan told her she he loved her and she's wearing like that red and white polka dot scarf Mm -hmm. i love that scarf a lot i still am not a fan of eric's frosted tips (laughs) but i am a fan of the fact that they keep bringing it up yes (laughs) eric has frosted tips and everyone hates them like oh that's such a da- like, like that's such a bad hair a hair choice i agree i love when serena makes fun of him it's really cute um what else um, um oh um chuck's scarf is back he hasn't worn a scarf in a while oh yeah that was his signature in the book mm-hmm. and he wore and it was very it was very you know intense scene with him and nate and the scarf being whipped around was um a huge moment for me i think just as far visually um that's all I've got. What about you? Um, for fashion, that's all I have. Okay. For music. Yeah, music. There are some music moments in this. Um, the show closed out with Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, Nicole Scherzinger. Manamana. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what song was it? Oh, um, it is Happy Never After. Oh, that's right. Um, yeah, that was on. There's another couple of musical moments. There was, um, I oh, wrote down the ominous air we, music. Oh yeah. The air we breathe by the figurines is when Blair and Serena are, um, being, when she was being introspective, <laughs> like, you know, just walking around the park and just thinking about stuff and like well, all the things are going on. Um, the air we breathe by the figurines played and that was kind of cool. Um, I feel like there's one more. 
or not. I lied. There's that for me. I have an old tech, low tech moment. Oh, yeah. What's old tech, low tech moment? So there's, at the very beginning, when Serena is um, still in everyone's mind pregnant and Dan still thinks she's pregnant, he shows up to her and she's like, where have you been? I've been calling you. And he's like, oh, I left my phone at home. Like, that's not a thing that people do. <laughs> you don't leave your phone at home. Who leaves their phone at home? Idiots. So stupid. So dumb. 2008. Um, also, you wouldn't do that in 2008 when you were, like, worried that your girlfriend might be pregnant. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, Otech Low Tech, I guess, just because, like, um, Gossip Girl's website is actually doing what it's supposed to do as a show. It's, like, being bl- it's blowing up with, like... Yeah. And they're actually using all the texting that's going on. Yeah, all the push notifications, all the things that are going on. Or maybe just texting. Um, yeah. Texting from the site with, like, you know, Chuck texting the site and yeah. all that was going on. So, for sure, Otech Low Tech. Um, that is it for me. Yeah, what do you rate this episode? I gave it a ten, a solid ten. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so so good, so well written, so much, so many things happen, and it really sets up the stage for the next half of the last, um, five episodes of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the winter finale, so it's going to be a huge thing. Usually, episode thirteen of series is always like the big, you know shit happens in episode 13s usually when it mm-hmm. comes to a series like when they have like a short ordered show they usually have 13 episodes so like it's always kind of like this is the first half of the season and oh my it's God. it was all, good it was super good what about super you really good um i don't know I'm, I'm struggling because i really i think this episode was really well done really well written but it made me uncomfortable in a lot of parts and i want to like knock at a few points for that because like there was a lot of slot shaming and that made me uncomfortable. I don't know if like that should be taken into account. So I, I might give it like a seven or an eight. Okay. Yeah. It's just like they don't, I, I know it's not a teaching show, but they also don't address the fact that it's okay to have sex. And like Serena doesn't even talk to Blair about like, it's fine. Like why, why is everyone sh- slut shaming Blair? Yeah. When, I, yeah. And I think, yeah. no, I, I, I totally agree with you on that, but for sure it's one of those things with slut shaming in general. Like it wasn't, they haven't, they don't really, especially this time, weren't as blatant yeah. about slut shaming. Like it's a clear slut shaming episode. Yep. That's what it is. It's, um, you know, with most other shows that kind of tackle similar things, there's not they're not as blatant. This was a good, huge, huge, very very obvious, huge obvious shaming. thing. Yeah, and um, I'm glad that they kind of. I'm actually glad they kind of addressed it mm-hmm. because this happens a lot. Yeah, they they didn't teach anything about going against it, but they definitely taught and show that this happens in schools and especially just the way it happens so effectively because it's on your phone and the technology and it's like online forever and just kind of like a new elevated version of like cyberbullying. Yep. So um, I think it was just, I think it handled it quite well and very realistically. Mm-hmm, that's very true. So um, that's why I gave it such a high episode, such a high rating. Um, and I also think it's a perfect episode in regard that everyone even people that we don't really care about like rufus everyone yeah, had something to do lily is not in this episode lily and vanessa are not in this episode but you know yeah it's fine yeah didn't miss them. i honestly didn't miss them and also became, those two characters had such huge parts in the last episode yeah. i think the, these these two episodes we, we um did with like school ties last week and this week we have um the thin line between chuck and nate they're kind of centerpiece episodes of the season mm-hmm. so much things happen yeah they're they're very they're very heavy mm-hmm. and um i don't know i just think it sets up so much for the next few episodes and holy gosh like the rest it's of the gonna season get so good. It's, it's, it's so good like actually good television in the way that like i wish most of the series continued being but that's okay um i'm super excited to talk about um these next few episodes of, oh my gosh guys it's gonna be 
gonna be great but um thanks to cards against humanity for letting us record in your space are yeah. we done um i was gonna say any, sorry. no you're fine any sorry observations oh sorry observations um let's see Uh, I wrote down no idea what to wear to a paternity hearing. Because <laughs> someone says that. I don't know who. Why didn't I write that down? I wrote share next to it. That's not someone who says it. You said your share. Oh, I think that's all I have. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah. cool. All right. So that's the episode. That's the episode. Thanks so much, guys, for listening. Coming back each week. We appreciate you guys. We love you. We love you guys. We, uh, you, know, you know you love us. We love you too. Yeah. So... <laughs> Yeah, so thanks to Cards Against Humanity for letting us record in their space. Thanks, thanks to C for being an awesome co-host and producer. Oh my gosh, thank you as for being such a wonderful co-host and being a really nice person in my life. Oh, <laughs> so cute. So cute. Um, we like to uh, invite you to follow us on Twitter. You can go to at Gossip Girls Pod or you can follow us individually. I'm at C... Wow, that's on my Twitter handle. My Twitter <laughs> handle is Share Musings. I'm Kale Hummus. You can go to gossipgirls.simplecast.fm if you would like to view an archive of all of our 13 episodes and also donate money to us and also read Share's awesome descriptions of our episodes. <laughs> oh, they're yeah. my favorite. They're so good. Oh, really? Thank yeah, you. They're way I... better than a Netflix descriptions. <laughs> I try. I try. I try to be quite cute. I try to have like a theme. Um, but yeah, so we will be back next week. Episode 14. And if you have any questions, uh, if you want to, like, I don't know, talk to us about, like, certain things you want us to bring up in the episode, please let us know. You can us up on Twitter, as we mentioned above. But until next time, guys, you know you love us. XOXO. Gossip Girls.